Hello. Before we start today's episode, if you would like a condensed version of what I'm talking about in this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to The Perfectionist Guide. You can read the entire thing in three minutes or less. To access this, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash newsletter. Are you a bit of a perfectionist, type A, hyper performer? Then you know that having the audacity to see an ideal and bring it into reality while breaking generational habits of hustle can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. If you are ready to burn bright instead of burning out, to lead without losing yourself, and to enjoy the life you have worked so hard to create, then keep listening. I'm your host, America's leader on rewiring perfectionism, CLG, and this is Perfectionism Rewired, the podcast. Welcome to Perfectionism Rewired, episode number 71. How much time do you spend taking care of other people's needs? your partner, your boss, friends, your family, clients, and children. This is the episode where you stop giving away your power. When we allow other people's desires to take precedence over our own, we become accustomed to the world telling us what to do, that we can no longer hear our own inner authority. By not setting up boundaries, we are participating in our own oppression. We allow others to suck our energy and time and to make their priorities more important than our priorities. This ends now. You have the power to stop doing that. You have the power to say no, and you have the power to stop participating. You have the power to reclaim your time, your attention, and your energy for your own benefit. The solution? Billion-dollar boundaries. You have not heard boundaries taught the way that I teach them. Most people are completely misunderstanding what a boundary actually is and how best to use one. Boundaries are incredibly simple when you know how to set them and what results to expect. I went from a people-pleasing, fawning person to a person who now sets boundaries, has my own coaching practice, has friends, and has relationships that have solid boundaries within them. Now, there are a lot of misconceptions about boundaries. Number one is that many people think a boundary is about controlling what other people do to you and around you. That is not true. Boundaries are not about controlling other people in any way. Boundaries are you deciding how you are going to behave and what you are going to do in response to any given situation. You do not set a boundary to try and control someone else. Boundaries aren't about you saying no to other people. Boundaries are about you saying yes to yourself. Billion-dollar boundaries are self-honoring boundaries. It's about what we will do, how we will behave, and the kinds of things that we will accept from other people. A self-honoring boundary has no drama. It's about how are we thinking, what is best to take care of ourselves and our nervous system versus approaching a boundary like, oh, they're acting really bad, so I'm going to go in and I'm going to try and execute some boundaries. Billion-dollar boundaries are healthy, they benefit our relationships, and they keep all of our relationships very clean. They're self-honoring, and it requires us to be in control of our behavior 
versus trying to control or manage someone else's behavior. A lot of times as children, when we're in unhealthy boundaries, we need our parents' love to survive. We need their approval to survive. You get stuck in chasing that approval and chasing that validation in very unself-honoring boundary situations. Because as children, we don't have agency. So your nervous system develops this pattern of learned helplessness of needing other people to change in order for you to be okay. That's a very unhealthy pattern that keeps you in the vicious cycle of managing and controlling the behavior of others, how they feel about you, what they think about you, instead of directing that focus inward on managing and controlling yourself and being in touch with your own emotions and your own nervous system. Another huge misconception about boundaries is that you have to have any sort of reason for it. You can just decide, I don't want to be around someone that talks that way or acts that way or behaves that way. Like, the end. A boundary that is set up for control or a basic bitch boundary relies on someone else to change. That's a boundary that perpetuates the trauma responses and isn't really a boundary because it's coming from that wound within us of learned helplessness, of needing other people to understand you, of needing other people to understand where you're coming from, of needing them to change so that you can feel safe. Where a billion dollar boundary is a protection rail that we set up around your nervous system, your energy and your well-being that reminds you as an adult that you have your own power and agency to choose how you want to act and what you want your behavior to be. You always have the power and agency to choose how you want to respond and what you want your energy to be directed towards. Your power and your agency is not dependent upon external circumstances like how your family is acting or how other people are behaving. A billion dollar boundary recognizes your own power and agency to choose how you want to act regardless of what other people think and feel about you. This is a huge turning point in your ability to engage your neuroplasticity and your nervous systems to feel more in flow and more regulated. You're not going to engage that neuroplasticity if you continue to try and manage how everyone around you is thinking and feeling about you. The biggest mistake people make when it comes to boundaries is that they think they need to communicate them first. Majority of the time, you don't have to communicate your boundaries with other people. This is a very common misconception where you think you need to tell people, hey, I'm setting a boundary and I'm not doing this anymore. You're not doing this anymore. When you do this, it comes from this pseudo self-empowerment, but the reality is Billion-dollar boundaries are for you. They are self-honoring. And that means you do not have to always go and communicate your boundaries to other people. You can simply say no. You can walk away. You can decide that you're not going to get back to that person right away. Like, you can just decide. You don't have to You don't have to tell them and be like, hey, so I'm no longer answering emails after 5 p.m. You can just not do it and get back to them when you want to. The boundary will be understood. And guess what? They are a fully capable human being, and they can ask you if they have any questions. When we go around announcing our boundaries to people and saying, this is what I'm doing now, this is who I am now, what it actually does is perpetuate a harmful cycle where, again, you're having to go to someone else to make your decisions valid. It's another way the vicious cycle of external validation can pop up. 
When you have a squeaky clean relationship with yourself, you're exercising your muscles of self-trust with boundaries. Like, hmm, this doesn't feel right for me. No, I don't want to do that. Yes, I do want to do that. And billion-dollar boundaries reinforce the relationship with yourself when you have that squeaky clean relationship where you are like in your own power and you have your own agency. When you're making a decision about a boundary, you're making that decision on your own or with the help of your life coach, CLG, but you're not going to the person you're setting the boundary with and asking them to validate your decision. 80% to 90% of the work around boundaries is your own deep work. It is the work with your own nervous system, your own emotions, your own mental flexibility, and releasing the dynamics that have been imprinted on you. When you've done the emotional preparation work, boundaries require very little emotional drama. Like billion-dollar boundaries are there for your own self-care. When you've got trauma from your childhood or early on in life, boundaries are more challenging because you have grown up being more attuned to the moods and the nervous systems of other people than to yourself. You had to do that to survive. But in order to transcend your past and to move beyond and heal from it, you got to own your truth and live in that crystal clear truth. That means upholding your boundaries. Boundaries are for you. They prevent you from perpetuating trauma responses like people-pleasing, overachieving, abandoning yourself, and getting into unhealthy relationship dynamics with other people. Billion-dollar boundaries require us to stop putting the thoughts and feelings of other people above our own self-care. We can only control our own thoughts and feelings. We don't have the ability to control the thoughts and feelings of other people anyway, despite what our brain likes to tell us. No joke, every single coaching session I have with my private one-on-one clients, I end up asking them, can we control what other people think and how they feel? Like that question always pops up and they say no. And then they go, ah, I see it now. I see what my brain's trying to do with this. Setting self-honoring boundaries breaks you out of learned helplessness. It helps you have more regulation and more personal power. These billion-dollar boundaries are rooted in the truth, and they set a beautiful foundation for true intimacy, for both people to be honoring each other and honoring themselves. These are the kinds of relationship dynamics that we want to cultivate. Boundaries also help you stay in your body and not disassociate. They help you not get into the energy of other people that gets us all fragmented into to managing all the energy of other people, which we know is actually impossible to do. As you live by your boundaries, you learn to love yourself and others unconditionally without managing or controlling their feelings. Here's the tricky part. You want to have clear boundaries, but most of the time you don't want to take the action you say you're going to take when the boundary is tested. And that is the most important part of any boundary. There won't be any validity to that boundary when you're not following through on establishing it. You got to take full responsibility because when we start blaming other people and resenting other people, not only are we powerless, but then we've created this unnecessary conflict with someone else. Like, Boundaries aren't against other people or your clients or your children. They are for you. 
The more filled up you are, the less energy you have leaking out and the more you have an overflow to give the people that you love. Not honoring a boundary might give you some relief in the moment, but it's the long-term pain of that resentment and the lack of authenticity and the lack of control in your own life that it is not worth, so not worth it. Even though in some ways, honoring the boundary, following through on the boundary might feel like it's making your life harder in the beginning, it is 100% worth it. It's the discomfort of being empowered and taking responsibility for your emotions, your relationships, and your well-being versus the discomfort of being a victim and resenting and blaming and trying to control other people. I choose the discomfort of empowered, confident, driving my life versus the other. So yes, it will likely feel harder in the beginning, and that's okay. You can do it. And I invite you to come on inside my private one-on-one coaching and let me coach you through it. It'll be much easier if I can go through it with you and help you get set up. I can help you get your head in the right place and help you think about what your boundary even should look like and how you're going to uphold it and how you're going to think about it if the other person doesn't honor it. Thinking through all of this ahead of time, that's why you see this is an 80% of the work. This helps boundaries become really, really empowering. If you noticed in this episode that holy cannoli, holy wow, I read you like a menu, If you're nodding your head yes, listen closely because I might have the solution you've been searching for. My Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, a six-week, highly individualized, one-on-one coaching experience designed exclusively for perfectionists like you. Your perfectionism is actually your greatest asset and leveraging it can be hard work or take years of guesswork. That's why in Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, I give you my key frameworks to taking charge of your Ferrari drive, proven to work even for the most type A, high-strung, stubborn perfectionists. In the first 30 days, you will cut your burnout in half, increase your professional fulfillment by at least 150%, and your self-compassion will go up at least 250%, and that is just your first 30 days. So if you want to say yourself years of trial and error, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash accelerator today. Or if you want to take the easy way, just click the link in the show notes to check out the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator.